I'm John Carter in Moscow, in Havana, Cuba. Now in Kiev, the capital of Ukraine. I'm John Carter in Petra, right here in communist China, reporting from India. Hi, I'm John Carter in the Solomon Islands. I'm John Carter in Soweto, from El Salvador. I'm John Carter in Sydney, Australia. Will America survive the solution to corruption, crime, and anarchy? Now here is John Carter with today's message. Hello, friend. I'm John Carter in Southern California. Welcome to the program. Just look at the topic. Will America survive the solution to corruption, crime, and anarchy? Hot topic. We're going to give you some great answers today. I've now lived with my family in the United States of America for 35 years. I love America. Beverly and I have been watching some programs with the Smithsonian. Great documentaries that highlight the great states of the United States of America. Absolutely astounding quite amazing. The place is so big and so vast and so wealthy, and so, so just wonderful. So I'm proud that I am an American. Lived here for 35 years, so I know a little bit about this country. I love this place. I love its ideals. I, I love the dreams. America has been very, very good to me. And when I came to America, just wondering how I was going to get along, I discovered that this was a land of opportunity. And if you were to do your best, that you would succeed in the land of America. I love America. I also love the land of my birth, the land down under, Australia. But today we're talking about the United States of America and we're going to try to answer this question, will America survive the solution to corruption, crime and anarchy? Because there are lots of folks today who are predicting the demise of America. I'm going to take my Bible and I'm going to come over here to Second Chronicles I want you to stay with me, my friend. I'm going to come over here to Second Chronicles chapter 7, and it's talking about Solomon. Uh, they say he was the most uh, wise man, the wisest man on the face of the earth. Now, that is debatable. He had about a thousand wives and concubines. But in spite of that, God spoke to him. And Second Chronicles chapter 7 13 and 14, it says these words. This is the key thought. When I shut up heaven and there is no rain, I command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people. Now, my people, the people of God, those who profess to follow the ways of God and the truths of the Bible like the American people. If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves 
and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and uh, heal their land. Now, this is a pretty important text. The Bible says, if the people of God turn away from the truths of God and God sends them pestilences and disasters, then it says this, if my people who call by my name, and of course the American nation was founded on God's name. Don't believe the big lie that this nation was founded by atheists. I'm proud of the founding of the United States of America. George Washington said these words. He said, it's impossible to rightly govern a nation without God and the Bible. And this leads me to this truth. And please notice it because it's, it's of paramount importance. It is the theme of this discourse today. Healing, prosperity, peace, security, and greatness come from God. And people say today, uh, people who don't believe in God, people who are just secular, they say, no, prosperity comes from the state. Prosperity comes from us. But the Bible teaches, look at it, healing, prosperity, peace, security, and greatness come from God. I say to you, my friend, uh, this is the truth. Don't forget it. Now, this is a little controversial in today's climate. Greatness does not come from political parties. Oh, now. It doesn't come from a grand coalition of church and state. Now, some years back in Southern California here, I looked out the window of my home. It was after one of the elections. A lady was driving up the street and she had <laughs> a big banner and it said, Jesus won. Jesus won the election. I don't think so. Peace and prosperity, they do not come from the great coalition of church and state. That was something that was anathema to the founding fathers of the United States of America. Those people who advocate today uh, a coalition, a grand coalition of church and state are going against everything that America stands for or stood for. May I take it a little further? Healing, prosperity, peace, security, greatness come from God, not from the White House. Oh, now. Not from the White House, not from the Senate, not from the Congress, not from the Senate, I say again, not from the Republicans or the Democrats or the Independents or the socialists, not even from, now wait for this, not even from uh, the great military might of the United States of America. Now it is a fact that America has the greatest military might in the history of the world. 
that our greatness is not found in our aircraft carriers or our soldiers. Just remember this. There are other countries like Russia that have military might and if there were a nuclear war, we would all be destroyed. So let us not, our, let us not put our confidence in the, in the might of man. Greatness, my friend, greatness comes from God. Now listen to this truth. I want it to sink down into the molecules of your mind. Greatness comes from God because a nation's greatness is in proportion to its goodness. Oh, now. Oh, now. A nation's greatness is in proportion. What does it say? It says it's in proportion to its goodness. And if you want to make America great again, which is an admirable ambition, but if you want to make America great again, you need to make America good again. Now I'm going to turn to a couple of texts in the Old Testament, another couple. I'm going to come over here to Isaiah chapter 57. I just love the book of Isaiah. It's one of my favorite books. Isaiah 57, let me see now. Verse 19 to 21. Are you ready for this text? Listen. I create the fruit of the lips, God says. Peace, peace to him who is far off and him who is near, says the Lord. And I will heal him. But the wicked are like the troubled sea when it cannot rest. Whose waters cast up, listen, mire and dirt, the filth. There is no peace, says my God, for the wicked. My friend, if we break the laws of God, if we turn away from the truths of the Bible, then, my friend, there's nothing but darkness. The Bible says there is no peace, says my God, for the wicked. Now, I'm going to come over a little further to Jeremiah chapter 18. Just give me a moment here. Jeremiah 18 and verse 15 down to 17. You ready? Here we go. Because my people have forgotten me, they have burned incense to worthless idols. They have caused themselves to stumble in their ways from the ancient paths. They've forgotten where they came from. To walk in pathways and not on a highway. To make their land desolate, desolate and a perpetual hissing. Everyone who passes by it will be astonished and shake his head. I will scatter them as with an east wind before the enemy. I will show them the back and not the face in the day of their calamity. Goodness, what is it talking about? Talking about the Jewish nation. They were the chosen people of God. They were the people whom God raised up and took out of the land of Egypt. But God said, if you turn away from my ways... And if you go the ways of wickedness, then great desolation is going to come upon you. Don't think that you are going to be saved because somehow you have a special corner on God's favor. It doesn't work that way, my friend. A nation's greatness is tied up with its goodness. Now listen to this because this is controversial. Here it comes. This is controversial. 
Some of you are going to find this very hard to believe, but it's the truth, so listen to it. No nation, however mighty, is immune to the growing sickness of decay, dissolution, and death. Do we sometimes think that, you know, we are just blessed and we can do anything we like? When you go and read the story of the Bible and you come to the prophecy of Daniel, there you have the great metal man, and some of you know what I'm talking about. We're talking here about the great dream that was given to the prophet Daniel two and a half thousand years ago that portrayed the great nations of the world in advance. Babylon, the greatest power of its day, they thought they were going to last forever. But greatness is tied up with goodness. And Babylon never had the goodness. Babylon went down, followed by Medo-Persia, followed by Greece, followed by Rome. They all had their moment in the sun. And they thought they were going to last forever. A little bit like us today in the United States of America. Then you had the kingdoms of Europe. They had their moment in the sun. And then uh, you have the greatest empire the world has ever seen. You say, oh, well, that was the... No, it wasn't the Roman Empire. It was the British Empire. Land of hope and glory. I was brought up on this. I can remember as a kid going along to school in Brisbane. The teacher would put up a map on the wall and say, look at all the red parts. We own that. <laughs> that was a lot of the world. But what went wrong? Land of hope and glory, mother of the free, land of the great reformation, land of truth and goodness with the greatest empire in the world. What went wrong? Well, not wishing to be too uh, offensive, let me tell you this. What's happened to England today? Well, they've got a prime minister who seems to flout all of the laws. You, hey, he leaves the nation, openly has committed adultery. You say, now, is this true? Yes, of course it's true. Everybody knows it. A child out of wedlock, and we wonder why England has lost its resilience and its power. Did you know this? Just listen to this, because this is sort of amazing. More Muslims go to the mosque today in Great Britain than Christians go to church. Did you hear this? More Muslims go to their place of worship, they go to the mosque on Friday, than Christians go to church on the weekend. If you want to see some of the biggest mosques in the world, Go to this land here. Now something went wrong. My people, the Bible says, have committed this great sin. They've turned away from me and they've made themselves cisterns that can hold uh, no water. The water of goodness has flown away. Listen to the words of Lord Tennyson, one of my favorite authors. He said, our little systems have their day. They have their day and cease to be. They are but broken lights of thee. 
and thou, O Lord, art more than they. But somehow we've got it into our brains that we can do anything we like and we can enjoy the blessing of God. It's not true. Every nation has had its moment in the sun. Great Britain was great, great, great Britain was when she had faith in God and followed the Bible. But the greatness today has gone. Now you all know about Dr. Ben Carson, don't you? He's a member of the cabinet. Dr. Ben Carson, I saw him some years ago. He attended a prayer breakfast in uh, Washington. He was asked to be the keynote speaker. President Obama was sitting there and the other people from the White House. And this famous surgeon had the audacity, some would say the courage, to get up and tell the President of the United States of America that we were walking in the footsteps of the old Roman Empire. Hey, he caused a stir. I can remember the people looking at him. Watch this guy. What a, what a nerve he's got to say that we are walking in the footsteps of the Roman Empire because Dr. Carson knew that greatness is tied up with goodness, you see. And I've got a feeling that Dr. Carson had in his mind some rather unpalatable facts. He had in mind, I think, the millions of unborn babies slaughtered. The idea that marriage is no longer marriage between a man and a woman. And we could add the exploitation of the poor, the crime in our great cities, the looting, the lawlessness, the terrible immorality, the porn industry, the corruption in high places, the lying and the cheating. Lying today has become an acceptable means of communication. But the Bible teaches very, very plainly in the book of Revelation that liars will not go into the kingdom of God, but they will go into the fires of hell. You can read that in the last book of the Bible, Revelation chapter 22, the last chapter of the last book. And remember these words. Dr. Carson may have had these words in mind too. The words of the great Thomas Jefferson. I just admire the founding fathers of this great nation. I wish they were alive today to speak truth to power. God is just. That is, justice cannot sleep forever. He said, said Jefferson, he said, I am moved in my soul when I think that God is just. And justice cannot sleep forever. So Ben Carson said that we're walking in the footsteps of the old Roman Empire. I wonder what he'd say today. I don't think he would have changed his sermon. I believe, unfortunately today, that many are looking to Washington for salvation. And here in California, they're looking to Sacramento. In Texas, they're looking to Austin or some other provincial capital. We expect that some 
politician is going to arise and that politician is going to save America. Dream on. Greatness comes from God. And greatness is tied up with goodness. There is no greatness without a spiritual rebirth. I want to read a couple more texts here in the book of Isaiah, if you don't mind. I'm going to come over Isaiah chapter 47. Just give me a moment here to find these texts. Isaiah 47, 13 and 14. These are the words of the prophet Isaiah. You are wearied in the multitude of your counsels. Talk, 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 talk. Don't you get sick of it? Let now the astrologers, the star gazers, and the monthly prognosticators, that's a nice word, isn't it? Prognosticators, stand up and save you from what shall come upon you. Behold, they shall be as stubble, the fire shall burn them, they shall not deliver themselves from the power of the flame, it shall not be a coal to be warmed by, nor a fire to sit before. If people think that these people are going to save you, you're going to be very, very disappointed because the Bible says salvation is found in God. And Isaiah 48 and verse 18 and 19, dear hearts and gentle people, listen to this. Oh, that you'd heeded my commandments. Then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Your descendants also would have been like the sand and the offspring of your body like the grains of the sand. His name would not have been cut off nor destroyed from before me. Jerusalem was destroyed and went down because they turned away from God and from his commandments. Now, as you folks know, you who know me a little bit, you know, I'm not a member of any political party. People say, oh, no, you got, no, no, no. I believe in thinking for myself. Now, I'm not trying to be offensive to any person who belongs to a political party, but I want to tell you this. I don't want you to be offended, but here it is. From my heart to yours, if you can take it. Salvation is not found in any of these parties. Salvation is found in the Lord Jesus Christ who gave us his commandments. Remember, greatness and goodness are tied up together. Yes, I believe make America great again, but I say to you, Make America good again because you can't make America great until America has a, a spiritual rebirth. Just remember again, <laughs> the lady I saw driving the car after a federal election some years back, <laughs> she thought salvation came from Washington. She got it all wrong. So she had the big sign up, Jesus won, Jesus won. My friend, Jesus, listen, I, 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 this is so, so important. I'm going to say it slow 
And I don't want to offend you, but here it is. It's the truth. God is not an American. Wow, now. God is not an American. He's not a Republican. Oh, he's not a Democrat. He's not an independent. He is not a socialist. He is not a member of any political party. Jesus, listen, brother, sister, Jesus did not belong to any political party. Oh, no, yes, he did. Jesus was a great politician. No, Jesus did not belong to any political party because Jesus knew that salvation comes from God. He is a righteous God. The God we're talking about today, he is a righteous God. We're talking about the God of the Bible. We're talking about the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're talking about the Savior of the world. We're talking about the judge of the dead and the living. Salvation is found in God. Not in any political system. It is found in God. So, make America great again. Yes, I believe this. I say amen to this. But how do we make America great again? Here it is. Make America good again. Because there is no greatness without goodness. This is the truth. This is the very truth of God. How to save America from the creeping paralysis of sin and death and desolation. Now, I've got a lot more that's going to come out of this book and that's going to come out of my soul. I want you to just stay tuned with me. I'm going to be back in just a few minutes. More great truths from the Word of God, hot from the heart of God. Stay with us. The Carter Report is now streaming on demand for you. Now you can have the teachings of John Carter anytime, day or night. By streaming The Carter Report, there is more content for you to choose from, and it's easy. If you are new to streaming, all you need to do is purchase a streaming device. It doesn't really matter which one. You can buy a Roku, Amazon Fire, or Apple TV from any major retailer. You or a family member can plug the device into your TV and sign into your internet connection. Do a search for The Carter Report and download the app to your device. From then on, your device and the Carter Report app can provide you with hundreds of on-demand programs. You can also take the Carter Report with you wherever you go. The official free Carter Report mobile app can be downloaded to your phone or tablet. Go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the app. Additionally, you can find Carter Report programs on your favorite podcast, you can also watch us on Vimeo or YouTube. Type the Carter Report in the search box. You can watch hundreds of uninterrupted John Carter teachings whenever you want, for as many hours as you want. 
Travel with John Carter as he circles the globe to bring the gospel to millions of people. Watch the Carter Classics from over 50 years of ministry and gain knowledge from stimulating interviews with Christian leaders. You now have multiple ways to watch the Carter Report. And once you start streaming, you'll find comfort in having these teachings readily available to you whenever and wherever you want for free. Welcome to the inspirational world of John Carter. For a copy of today's program, please contact us at P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. Or in Australia, contact us at P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, New South Wales, 2260. This program is made possible through the generous support of viewers like you. We thank you for your continued support. May God richly bless you.